Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. In today's episode, I'll be sharing the PERMA model of well-being. The PERMA model of well-being is a foundational piece of something called positive psychology. Martin Seligman is the founder of positive psychology. What the PERMA model of well-being does is it, it, it describes six different parts or dimensions, facets, whatever word you want to use, of well-being. It's an acronym, and you know I love those. Um, maybe you don't. I love acronyms. The PERMA model uses an acronym to talk about these six different dimensions. Okay, the P, positive emotion. Positive emotions are an essential part of our well-being. Happy people look back on the past with gladness, look into the future with hope, and they enjoy and cherish the present. By the way, these descriptions are taken from Martin's book, and that book is named Flourish. It's a fantastic book. Link will be in the show notes. Okay, so that was positive emotion. The E of PERMA. Engagement. Engagement can be thought of as when we focus on doing the things we truly enjoy and care about, we can begin to engage completely with the present moment and enter the state of being known as flow. Next, the R, relationships. Everyone needs someone. We enhance our well-being and share it with others by building strong relationships with the people around us, whether that's family, friends, coworkers, neighbors. Always remember, number one predictor of mental health, physical health, longevity, and happiness, meaningful relationships. Speaking of meaningful, the M in PERMA. Meaning. We are at our best when we dedicate our time to something greater than ourselves. This might be a religious faith, community work, family, politics, a charity, professional or creative goal. The A in PERMA, again taken from Martin Seligman's book Flourish. A, accomplishment. Everyone needs to win sometimes. To achieve well-being and happiness, we must be able to look back on our lives with a sense of accomplishment. I did it, and I did it well. And the final letter of PERMA, H, stands for health. So in this, we're looking at the importance of physical wellness, eating well, moving your body, exercising, getting appropriate amount of sleep. Developing good and sustainable habits for physical health. So there it is. There's the PERMA model from positive psychology. I'm a big fan of positive psychology. To better understand positive psychology, here's one description of it. It is the scientific study of the strengths that enable individuals and communities to thrive. The field is founded on the belief that people want to lead meaningful, and fulfilling lives. That yes, they actually want to cultivate what is best within themselves. 
Another way to look at it, it focuses on what works. Psychology, for the most part, has been and continues to be so focused on what doesn't work. It's so focused on distress, deficiencies, and disorders. Positive psychology believes that our strengths are just as important, if not even more important, than our weaknesses. So, psychology usually focuses on what's wrong with you. Positive psychology asks the question, what's right with you? In my role as a counselor, I love to point this out, that that when someone comes in to my office, and that's not going on right now, but when I'm meeting with someone over video conferencing, and I say, how was your week? Or how was your day? If that person believes that the week hasn't been a good one or, or a bad one, and they respond with some form of like, awful, terrible, bad. Now, if I follow that report, that negative report, up with a form of the question, why was it so bad? Why was it so awful? That the average person is very good at providing a long, a lengthy list of the reasons that it was bad, that it was awful. It's been so hot. Oh, I don't have AC in my car. I got a little fender bender, a speeding ticket, stubbed my toe. I couldn't find my phone for a few days. My brother's being a jerk to me. My camp was canceled. All my friends are allowed to hang out with each other. I'm not allowed to hang out with anybody. They, actually, all of us are usually really good at providing a list and sharing that list of reasons that we're not doing well. Now, on the opposite side of it, when someone comes in and I say, you know, how are you? And they go, huh, doing pretty good. Pretty good week. Or I'm doing great. My follow-up question is the same. Well, why is that? And it's amazing. There's usually some form of a response that is like, huh, huh, I don't know. Just doing, just doing good. Or it will be the absence of the negativity that they report being the reason for being good. Nothing bad has happened this week. Or nothing too awful occurred today. That's why I'm feeling good. I'm feeling well. This difference, this phenomena, is an obvious indicator of our deficit-based mind. We pay special close attention to the negative in our lives. And just not that much attention is given to the positive. So when we're doing well, we have a difficult time remembering or imagining that we're doing things that made for a decent to great day or week. But here's the thing. The truth is, for every reason that your day was bad on a bad day, there is a reason that your day was good on a good day. That's what positive psychology is all about. It's about paying attention to what works. What are the things that we're doing? The activities we're partaking in. The people we are around. The thoughts that we're thinking that result in a good day. I love positive psychology. And I just have to, I have to share my grandmother's quote again which illustrates the idea of positive psychology so well, or the approach of positive psychology. My grandmother said, one time when I asked her why she was so positive, she said, Nick, 
I'd rather spend my days watering the flowers than pulling weeds. Now back to positive psychology's model for well-being, PERMA. Which again, positive emotions, engagement, relationships, meaning, accomplishment, and health. I believe we focus way too much on one of these categories and not enough on the others. You may have guessed it, but when we talk about well-being, and especially the well-being of our youth, I believe we focus way too much on that accomplishment and minimize or disregard the importance of those other facets of wellness. So think about it. Think about your child. Think about yourself. Which of these categories are you strong in? Focusing on those strengths. Which can you water with praise, interest, and curiosity to keep them growing? And yeah, which of these categories need a little more attention? Achievement is just a piece of a larger, multifaceted way of being well. So many of our youth struggle to see and feel the positive in yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Many of their relationships are shallow and superficial. Or for so many of our kids, they avoid connecting with their peers, especially in person. So many of our students report not enjoying much of what they do. They say that they're not engaged with activities, with school, which can look a whole lot like not being engaged with the world around them. Too many of them are not present in their own lives, and they don't find meaning in much. Now, this isn't all our students. I'm not saying that. We've got a generation of great kids, but so many of them, definitely more than there needs to be, struggle with these things. I listen to students in schools talk about not dedicating themselves voluntarily, that being the key word there, voluntarily dedicating themselves, which is to say their time or energy to something bigger than themselves. And remember, this something bigger than me doesn't have to be a faith-based community. Now, it can be, but it doesn't need to be. It can be community work, nature, animals, social justice, a club, a team, anything that they see as something that is bigger than themselves. I think this PERMA model is a great tool. I think it's a great framework to have great conversations with your child about wellness. To have a conversation about balance and how essential it is for wellness. Remember, you don't find balance, you create it. So I love this tool. I love to use it with adolescents. And about 99% of the time, I'm blown away. I'm pleasantly surprised with how great the conversation goes when using this tool. I think it's because PERMA, positive psychology, it's, it's non-judgmental. And because you get to have a conversation about what is working. Because usually the conversations about wellness is not about wellness. It's about illness. It's about reflecting and dissecting the distress, the deficiencies, the disorder. 
I love the positive perspective of PERMA. It can really help our youth to look at what positive area of wellness could be addressed. So as a parent, as you listen to this, I hope you can make the time this summer to sit down with your child and have a conversation about which of these aspects of wellness can you continue to water. Continue to water with your child. And which areas can we look to plant something? Plant or plan something that will allow our youth to have a better, more balanced sense of well-being. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.